1: This world is an unforgiving place, and that's why they send men like you out there. Hi, Dad. I don't know where you're at. Please call me back. I got to find out what happened to my daughter. Melissa is a good girl. I know where she is. So what's your deal? Why don't you get out of here?
0: This town is plagued with missing girls.
1: I don't think you have any idea who you got out there. You know these girls? They're chunkies. Never of a track? With my daughter. You are one ballsy guy, aren't you? I want his got prices all my head. want
0: a man, just dead. He's not gonna stop until you're dead. That guy deserves a bull in his head.
1: How is that working out for you? Let me go. She's a good girl. If anyone hurts her, make sure they get what they deserve. Every last one of them.
0: Hello and welcome to the Matt's Movie Reviews Podcast. I am your host, Matthew Perkovich, and this is episode number 378. Releasing October 22nd in select theatres, as well as digital and on demand, is every last one of them. An action thriller that stars Paul Sloan as a mercenary and father who goes on a war path in a quest for revenge against a crime family who know the whereabouts of his missing daughter. Also starring Richard Dreyfuss, Michael Madsen, and Jake Weber. Every Last One of Them is the latest film from prolific filmmaker Christian Sesma, who I'm glad to say joins me once again on the Matt's Movie Reviews podcast. Christian, I thank you so very much for your time today. Thank you, thank you. So I wanted to talk about this film. How did it all kind of come together, Every Last One of Them? From what I understand, your producer, Mike Haddon, who you've worked with so many times before, both as a producer and as an actor, he's pretty much the catalyst of bringing this one all together, isn't he?
1: Yeah, for this one, for sure. I mean, it was part of... Um... His deal with 101 Films, who was our financier and sales company. So this was kind of also a two-parter that we did with that movie Take Back that we did earlier in the year. Um, and so this they brought it to me and they were like, let's do this. And I was it was under a different title and very much different premise in a way um, with the other writers. And it had the bones there, but I definitely wanted to take it in a different direction and shoot it here in my backyard. So um that's what happened. I mean, we, and one-on-one was grateful. I mean, it was, was supportive enough to kind of let me do my thing with it and trust me uh, with the direction that I wanted to head uh, with the story and uh, with the characters and kind of really uh, let me do my thing with it. And so, you know, I'm really, really happy where every last one of them is. It wasn't that title before it was something else, but yeah.
0: The film stars Paul Sloan. He plays the character of Jake Hunter, which is a great, Actor name, uh, by the way, great character <laughs> name. Um, you know, Paul Sloan has been a frequent collaborator of yours for a long time. In fact, I think he was in um Shooter Hero, which was like way back, like 2010. That was, like our first,
1: that was our first movie together.
0: Yeah, all the way back then. He's done a bunch of films with you. You know, last time I spoke to you, we talked about frequent collaborator, collaborators in regards to Luke Goss, and you said that Luke Goss is kind of like your Steve McQueen. And if Luke Goss is like your Steve McQueen, I see Paul Sloan is kind of like your Charles Bronson. He's kind of like your tough guy up, but enough. it was kind of like I a like sensitive that. kind of side yeah. train too. What's it like yeah. working with Paul in this capacity as a leading uh, leading role? Because I think the last time he did a leading
1: kind of role for you
0: was the Vigilante Diaries series in, in the movie, wouldn't yeah, it be?
1: Yeah, that was the last one and so, you know, it was and, and that one was such so much more of an ensemble in a way, you know, and, and this one, that was also a, a huge um, factor in really getting me on board to really like get excited for this movie right so paul um not just being one of my best friends but you know just like you said a collaborator for him to have a role that he could really sink his teeth into and after the rewrites and things like that um with the character the story and the and the daughter and all those things that were really fleshed out um It was really something I thought would be special for him that he could really showcase his acting chops because I think he's a great actor and not just a tough guy, right? So he's really playing a very damaged tough guy in this one, which is really cool.
0: I like that part of the character as well. I mean, every last one of them hits those notes that we're expecting, the the shootouts, the fight scenes. and But there's, you know, what really took me back was kind of like the dramatic twists to the story. They're surprising. They are shocking as well. And I always say, like, when I'm watching a movie, I don't care if it's an independent film or if it's a big Hollywood thing, what are the stakes? What are the stakes? What am I watching that's on the line here? And the character has personal stakes, and I'm pretty sure that is something that uh, you and Paul both wanted to really establish for his character. What are the personal stakes he that makes him do the things that he does?
1: Had to. I mean, that was kind of, like, the biggest thing that that I tried to accomplish for this and, and, bring, and bring to the table was really... Uh, push for the drama in this, for sure, and really take it to really brutal, um, real places that people and parents and fathers—I mean, that's what I see. This is this is, a, this is a story about a failed fatherhood, really, you know, and and the consequences because of it.
0: Speaking of the action scenes, what I love about the action scenes in your movies, especially this one, is that the approach to action—it's fast, it's brutal. There's no slow-mo shootouts and none of that kind of stuff. It's kind of like it's like on the ground, kind of you're watching men of war, men of action do what they do, and they do it kind of like in a very quick and kind a of visceral kind of way. Your approach right. to action over the years has that kind of have you kind of developed your own cinematic language when it came to the approach of action filmmaking? Is, is what we're seeing here the Christian says my interpretation of what action system, um action cinema is.
1: For me, maybe. I think that, you know, it's like, I don't feel like I'm like a John Woo director where it's, you know, even though I do, I feel like it is stylized in a way. I I think that we're not doing slow-mo stuff where we're really... I don't know. Maybe, I, I guess I never thought about it this way. I think it's just a feeling that I go through when we were, when we're planning these things out that I have to feel like I got to get my heart racing. Right. Mm. It's like, if I'm in an action scene, my heart's got to race and I got to feel like we're just driving, driving, driving. And, and I feel like, like in a fight, right. There's like, it's chaotic and it's a blur, you know, it's not, it doesn't get, it doesn't get focused. I feel like if there's a gun battle or if you're in a fist fight, it's whatever. It's just like, it's chaos and your heart's racing and you really don't hear, I mean, it's just, it's a very blurry, um, like you said, visceral is a good word. I mean, it's just dynamic and chaotic and you really have to kind of uh, take the audience on a ride when you can for these action sequences. So um, the payoffs for the other stuff really, really start balancing in. But uh, I think so. I think it's just a more realistic approach to that is the the way to go.
0: The Matts Movie Reviews podcast is brought to you by Eighties Tees. Eighties Tees is an online retailer of licensed T-shirts and pop culture gear from your favorite movies, TV shows, cartoons, video games, comic books, and musicians. Celebrate your inner eighties nerd and click on the link in the show notes below to get the raddest retro T-shirts delivered to your door. The Matts Movie Reviews podcast is brought to you by Loot Crate. Founded in 2012, Loot Crate is the worldwide leader in fan subscription boxes. Loot Crate partners with industry leaders in entertainment, gaming, sports and pop culture to deliver monthly themed crates, produce interactive experiences in digital content and film original video productions. No matter what you geek out about, Loot Crate has a subscription box for you. To get your very own exclusive collectibles, apparel, and gear delivered to your door, be sure to click on the link in the show notes below. The Matts Movie Reviews Podcast is also brought to you by Voodoo. Watch the latest movies and TV shows anytime, anywhere. No subscriptions, no contract. Enjoy stunning quality in up to 4K ultra-high definition at home, and download and watch on your mobile device as well. To rent and buy from over 100,000 titles or watch thousands of movies free with Voodoo Movies on Us, be sure to click on the link in the show notes below. Now, back to the show. When it comes to your films, especially of late, um, the Coachella Valley That's your backyard Has become such a pivotal part Of the backdrop Of so many of your movies lately When did that become Christian Sesma central In regards to your, fil- your films as w- Would it be as way back As they pay dirt, Or was it even before that That you started filming
1: Well I mean I, it's, I mean I started my career here So it's You know I shot Shoot the Hero here And I think that was The last thing I did here Was Shoot the Hero And then we went off to do Like you said Well actually that's not true Night Crew was shot here too and that one is a pretty awesome action movie. So um I think it's just an ease of use and, and really community support. And I can they really allow me to run around here and do all those things without much, without much red tape. So it's it's really great to have the community support and have the city and the community like this allow me to do what we do. So I
0: imagine there was lots of patience for you when you're practically blowing up the streets. There's a huge gun battle at the end when porcelain's pretty much taking on the world there. It's like smoke and gunfire and all sorts of stuff happening out there. That would have been pretty cool for the people of Coachella Valley to watch pretty much yeah, 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 they, they, love it. they
1: love it. Yeah, they love it. And like a, we, we just wrapped our new movie last night that we shot out here again. And we even got much bigger than this by far. So it was like this times three. Um, and we were shooting full auto blanks in the city, and it was pretty crazy.
0: <laughs> you know, you have a you have a bunch of Oscar winners in your in your movie. One of them being Richard Dreyfuss and he is one of those actors. I think you and I are probably around the same age. We were in our forties and he's one of those actors we kind of grew up watching. So what's it like having Richard Dreyfuss in your film? Um, And not only that, you guys have really developed quite a rapport because he's going to be in a bunch of other Christian Sesma films as well, isn't he?
1: Yeah. I mean, we just did one. So Dreyfuss and I just did this movie called Abandonment, like I said, in Birmingham, Alabama a month ago, uh, or a month and a half ago. um, And that was great. Um, it's it's surreal it's surreal like you know we've all grown up with I mean not just Jaws and Close Encounters but movies like Mr. Holland's and Mm. Always and for me the one that always was surreal was I've probably seen Stand By Me a billion times like a billion times and he was obviously the narrator and he shows up at the end but when you're it's surreal when you're working with an actor and you're just and you're also like you know you're you're directing him and you're hearing his voice you're like holy smokes the 10-year-old me that was watching stand by me on repeat on a vhs tape is now standing across from me and i'm i'm giving him directions on how to act it's pretty crazy it's pretty crazy.
0: <laughs> when you work with actors like a Richard Dreyfuss, or even beforehand, like a Val etc., and you already have kind of like you you almost to me, I think I mentioned this too, when we spoke last time. It's almost like it feels like you have a commune of actors that work with you um, uh, 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 repeatedly over your films. When you have like that new blood that comes into your film set, especially someone of such pedigree, what's the film set like? What's Paul Sloan like working alongside uh, Richard Dreyfuss in scenes are very kind of uh, very emotional and dramatic when they when they're working together.
1: Yeah, when they're working together, it's great. When you know you we yell "cut," it's all just fun and laughs and and good times. It's all it's all really good. But uh, yeah, they really they really you know chewed up the scenery and were able to make some really um, some really memorable moments for this movie for sure. So I mean, I think it's you know we we try to run a really fun set and we're all here and we all have a, bu- a good perspective of the movie business of like we're very fortunate to be able to do this for a living and, and make movies with our friends. And so I think we never lose that perspective when we, uh, when we're doing this. So that kind of fun is always in play.
0: How did um, Nick Bellalonga get involved with the movie? For people who don't know, he was an Oscar winner for um, Screenplay and Best Picture for Green Book. One of my favorite movies, Green Book. I actually absolutely love that film. How did he get involved with, um, with, your, with your movie?
1: So if you, I don't know, if you see the, my past work or whatever, so, nick so we're all part of this like like this little film click right so it's like nick is we've all been great friends for years and years and years we did vigilante diaries together nick's a producer on that we all traveled the world for that one uh so nick and paul like me and like paul's one of my best friends nick's part of nick's like paul's one of his great friends so we're all and brian curry so it's if you're Brian Curry is also the other writer of Green Book and he is in the movie, he's the one who Paul Sloan, uh, you know, tortures. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's the big writer too. He's also an Oscar winner. So it was more just like you have a group of friends making movies and they're like, Christian, you're making something. I'm like, yeah, I'm making this movie. He's like, what do you like? I'll come down and hang out in Palm Springs for a week and be in a movie. I'm like, let's do it. And it's as simple as that.
0: You know, you are such a prolific filmmaker you're a workhorse you really are the, the amount of films that you you, that you pump out the amount of work that you put into them you really have owned your own corner and kind of like in the indie action kind of world can you just talk to me about how you like to approach your work do you always like to keep yourself busy it's always about the the next thing the next thing yeah you always got well, in your head ready I, to go for you'd the next like thing to.
1: i think in an ideal world and right now it's really nice that it's like that but like i was saying somebody else i mean it's like we take away the the romanticism of the movie business, and you really are just a working artist that you hope to try to get the next one and the next one. I mean, it's this year has been really well. The last few years have been really good, but there's also a giant chunk of time where you're trying to get new projects off, or trying to build new relationships, trying to get the money and this, that, and the other. So it is a really roller coaster uh, business for for a movie maker and a filmmaker, and you have to really be able to take the licks and take the hits and the downtime, along with uh, the rides of the Highs, right? So, um, yeah, I'd like to keep busy for sure. So, you know, it's not always the case, and I have to always accept the fact that that's not always the case. So, it's just the roller coaster ride. You guys just like have to learn to enjoy it.
0: Well, for everyone out there, October 22nd, select theaters as well as digital and on demand. Every last one of them, I really highly recommend people check out if you like your action fast like your action furious you like your action with a bit of depth to it as well starring paul sloan uh, and richard drafus and um christian says well congratulations to you in regards to the movie thank you once again for talking to me in the podcast and i can't wait to see what, what you do next because i follow you on your instagram and i can see that you know, when you post your pictures you've got some really cool, working with some really cool actors i'm sure gonna be some really cool movies and hopefully we can yeah, talk uh, again yeah, about we those got, we got
1: some really good stuff coming up too so thanks so much man it's a pleasure always